people morning people i don't even know what time of day i'm posting this so it doesn't really matter if it's morning or not i guess but it's a little couple minutes after 10 a.m i'm about to go run some errands um yeah i don't have a heavy daily update just uh sorry i'm chewing gum wow um Sorry about that. That wasn't like a good choice. <laughs> um, but I didn't expect um, to be driving necessarily. So I didn't really consider that I was going to be recording this morning too. Um, I'm trying to see. I don't know. I, I want to record while I drive sometimes. Um, because it's. I don't know, like, I like listening to music in this, in the, you know, whatever, on the radio, but it's like, I feel like this is a little more productive, um, it's a little multitasky, I guess, but it's, I don't know, no more complex than talking on the phone, I guess, um, um, I hit record before I'm driving, so, um, yeah, but, I don't know, guys, I think I'm coming to a little bit of a conclusion of, uh, a little bit more uh, details about what's up with my sleep. I don't really know. Um, the stuff with these doctors and whatnot is not going so quickly. So I'm kind of getting a little more curious on my own. I'm not saying I shouldn't rely on them. Um, but I'm also not used to relying on doctors. You know, I'm, you know, I'm very much like, I don't know, like, this is gonna sound terrible, okay, so, it's like, I've worked, you know, in settings that promote health, I know it's not recommended to not see doctors, and not go into doctors, and stuff like that, um, you're supposed to get routinely checked, regardless of what is going on with you, but, I mean, as much as I was kind of growing up with a health message about what to eat and what to, you know, like getting exercise and social interactions and things that are kind of good for the psyche, like as far as like avoiding like violent and aggressive and that kind of like entertainment material and stuff. Um, you know, I think I still need to get used to you know, seeing doctors and things, like, that's something that I wouldn't say the religious part of my culture made me kind of think about not seeing doctors, it was more so maybe not really seeing my family going in too much, and they have a lot of health problems, um, not a lot, but I mean, like, between the majority of my family members, like, there's a lot of people you know, who have passed from cancer and people who have had cancer who are currently surviving with it. Like, I have three of my mom's family members that are currently surviving with cancer. Um, One who passed from it with a complication uh, and one of those three people had cancer, like, way earlier. 
my grandmother passed of a combination of cancer and other issues. My grandfather did when I was a really little kid. Uh, my great-grandmother, I don't think she did. Like, she died, I think, mostly of old age. Like, she was, like, 105. Uh, and my grandma was, like, 90-something. My dad's parents were, like, in their 90s. Um, so my grandparents overall, I don't know how old my great-grandparents were on my dad's side, but my grandparents overall led long lives, but they weren't always healthy. But growing up, for me, I... I was around, uh, when I was younger, I would say that people were somewhat healthy, like it, like nobody was like going into the doctor all the time and stuff like that, but of course, you know, a lot of times when people are younger, a lot of that stuff takes a while to catch up to a point where it's like, oh, that's not, that's not good, um, I think, yeah, so, and I start looking at the age ranges where a lot of my family members started having health problems. And that's why, you know, and my friends too, you know, I've had like three, four, I don't know how many friends who have had like heart issues, like in their late, late thirties or early forties. And so that's one thing that led me to kind of like look at my life and kind of realize, you know, the strain and unhealthy, like I'm still getting used to recognizing unhealthy habits and right now I'm kind of focused on the sleep stuff um because I have actually experienced now what it's like and how good I feel when I have good sleep um which might sound stupid to say but it's like you know I've run myself ragged for so many years consecutively and had a job that was so stressful that and all this other kind of lifestyle choices that were just so stressful that you know I I wasn't too, um, I wasn't too, um, uh, how do you say, like, I guess I wasn't, um, maybe the most, um, I wasn't the most, like, aware of you know, the things I wasn't taking care of, and while I haven't had, like, a lot of, like, severe issues, I have noticed, like, my body and my mind are definitely impacted negatively by a lot of the choices I've been making, um, and, you know, I don't like it, like, I don't like feeling sluggish and crappy and foggy and irritable and all these other kinds of things, and, like, not being able to sleep and just not just being able to just go about my day and just like wake up do what I want to do and all that other stuff I'm like well I have all this time off the primary reason wasn't just the party it was you know the party was like the reward for doing it but it's like um you know the primary reason was really to focus on my health more and I'm noticing even with all the time in the world it's still very challenging for me to focus on my health it's like I'm not doing anything else, like, I am, you know, I'm busy, but it's, like, because I've created a a schedule for myself, like, I'm not just, like, sleeping all day, every day, like, the past couple days, maybe, yes, I have, you know, I'm kind of struggling with this, um, idea of, like, do I rest when I'm tired, or do I keep pushing like I always do, like, because that's kind of a new idea that's come to me, which, I I feel like a lot of the stuff is, like, baby-level stuff, it's, like, 
most people know these things, but it's like, it's taken me a while to be like, you know, when I hear things with people saying like, oh, treat yourself like, like you would a child or whatever. And I think about it and I'm like, well, if I had a kid that was sick or having some health conditions or, you know, if I knew that they needed to improve their health or something, would I keep pushing them, you know, like, would I just take time and kind of like, hey, let's actually take it easy and just like really take this full break. Like, how would I really handle that? You know, and I started thinking about that like this morning. Um, And I was kind of like, you know, I had this whole plan that I had listed out last night when I was at the beach uh, recording. And, you know, this morning I was like, okay, like, um, you know, I'm going to implement this plan. And now I'm kind of like, okay, you know, I um, don't know if I have to do all that today. Like, it's only Monday. So basically last night I you know, I didn't really have anything in my system. I didn't really vape at night. I didn't have, I had a little bit of CBD, but around like 5.30 PM. And then I kind of realized I had an Amazon return due. So I got up showered. Uh, that was kind of what got me up and out last night, even though like, usually I go out in the day, like you guys know, but like I got up and out last night and started going to, um, I don't know. I got, I just got up up and out last night and, um, started, you know, I've got my Amazon return done with like five minutes to spare. Uh, and then, uh, it was due last night too. And so I got it done and then I decided, you know, I'm already out. Let me just drop by the beach and just chill and record some podcasts and then, you know, look at some analytics and stuff. And then, you know, I was actually doing pretty well last night. I felt pretty rested after the weekend of resting, and then I went to go, and, um, um, uh, uh, sorry, I'm looking for something while I'm driving here, found it, um, I went to go find this, uh, I don't know. Let me get back to this because I'm kind of busy right now. All right, all right, all right. So where was I at? So yesterday at this point, because today is May 22nd of 2023. Um, so last night, yeah, I went to this, um, uh, I went to the beach, um, and you know, was, you know, I was online a little bit, I was like, okay, it's 10, like, I told myself, like, so it it was like a little bit after 10, and I was like, okay, maybe, like, lights out, you know, because I got back before 10 p.m., and so I was like, okay, lights out, and I wasn't too disciplined on it, though, um, dang, trying to go down a dead-end street and everything, I'm trying to take a different direction here, um, I like doing that just so I kind of learn the different routes because there's always construction and it's always good to know an alternative. Okay. So if I go left, it's a dead end fence. So, all right, go right then. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm trying to navigate these back alleys. <laughs> uh, dude, that's more than a pothole. 
That's like a freaking... Gotta drive around, that guy. Um... Yeah, so last last night, um, I ended up, you know, sleeping a little late, but, you know, the interesting part to it was that, you know, I hadn't had any real sleep-related uh, supplements or anything, uh, no melatonin, no CBD, like I mentioned, the CBD was like maybe 5.30 p.m., uh, the vaping was not right before bed. I was like, let me just try, like, not vaping. I didn't smoke any flour, nothing, you know, nothing at all, pretty much. Um, and I did, you know, it was Sunday. I had a little bit of sativa earlier in the day, but it was probably, like, two milligrams or something. It was, like, a really low amount. Um, I don't really know how to dose it, because it was, like, a part of a 100-milligram gummy that it was, like, a little piece left. Um, like, I noticed it, but it wasn't... Like, I wouldn't say I was, like, stone-stoned. Like, I could have gone shopping or, like, done whatever, you know? So, um, yeah. So, yeah, I had, like, I ended up having, like, a, a kind of nightmare, like, a bad dream. Uh, but it was weird, though, because I was like, well, I don't need anything to fall asleep tonight because, you know, I'm falling asleep, like, I, you know, by, like... I don't know, let's call it like 10.45, I started feeling a little tired, and then around closer to 11 p.m., I really noticed, I was like, okay, if I just kind of like am not focusing on my phone or not like really focusing on anything, I can kind of close my eyes and I start kind of like drifting a little bit, and so I kind of noticed that, and I was like, okay, which is weird because I had been napping like the majority of the day, it's not like, it's not like I didn't like two days like the majority of Sunday and the majority of Saturday like I didn't nap all day long but compared to how hard it is for me to usually nap like I always say like I never really nap you know so I've been adjusting this caffeine and because I'm not having the normal amount of caffeine it turns out that I'm able to just like go to bed by like 11 or so naturally I'm just falling asleep you know even if I had napped during the day with nothing in my system, I'm, I'm able to even fall asleep without any kind of, like, sleep aid of any kind, and so this is, like, the past couple days, and I'm kind of, like, just noticing this, because I'm, I was running out of everything, I ran out of, uh, CBD, I ran out of, you know, everything, and so I was, like, well, before I go spend money and buy more stuff, let me, um, let me just do this, you know, let me just go, um, you know, try this, you know, and I didn't even get 90 minutes into sleeping, you know, before I had a nightmare already, so it's like, okay, (laughs) like, I started going to sleep, I think I pushed to stay awake, because I was like, well, if I can just fall asleep, I might as well just stay awake, you know what I mean, and so, because I didn't really want to go to bed, like, I didn't do anything yesterday, so I was kind of like, once I was kind of home from the beach, and then just kind of like, online, like, looking at analytics and stuff, and, like, I got a little bit of gears turning, like, not too much, but I was a little bit, like, it was a little dopamine hit, like, a slight amount enough to make me want to not be, like, you know, too in my head about stuff, and I was just kind of, like, wanting to actually, like, stay up a little bit and at least watch YouTube or something like that, um, so I started watching these Hitomi Mochizuki videos, Uh, because I love her content, and I was just like, I watched one, 
a lot of it was about like foods that she was cooking and stuff and I really love the stuff she cooks and then I watched another one I started watching the one that was posted I guess before that um kind of more about like mental health journey related stuff and I really enjoyed it and it was really pleasant and you know the reason why I liked it was because you know a lot of it was stuff that I've been like thinking about okay like I want to maybe do some more in these areas like eat a little healthier maybe switch up a little of the stuff I'm eating but like I don't really know what that looks like because I'm not too creative in that area and so you know I kind of noticed like oh yeah she I remember her content that I loved and like let me just go back to like looking catching up with some of her content because it's been a while I hadn't watched anything by her in in a bit um so I was glad to see she had content out that I hadn't seen and I was like getting into it but then once I was realizing it's getting later and I'm like okay I do have all these plans in the morning like let me just go to bed so I was like okay midnight's gonna be my limit so like around 11 50 p.m I I was already kind of dozing I turned on this episode of um I turned on uh, an episode like I guess one of the most recent episodes of Michael Seeley's videos because I also haven't been listening to any of his stuff either uh he does these like sleep hypnosis sleep kind of uh thought talk down kind of uh episodes and this one was for like fatigue and exhaustion and things like that and you know I started thinking of one of my friends who deals with that and started thinking about how I was feeling over the weekend and I was like well maybe I do need this video and like it's more like audio I don't really watch them I just listen um so I was like let me just listen to this and that's how I know how long I had been sleeping because I went to sleep I turned that on before I went to sleep and when I woke up and I actually remembered to like check the phone like it was at like an hour 19 minutes um so that means it was more than like less than an hour 19 minutes that I had been sleeping and I had some weird nightmare and so the nightmare was I don't know exactly the initial details but I wrote it down um so what I remember off the top of my head from after I wrote it down was um I think me and my brother were I see sirens up I see uh flashing lights up ahead so we might have some sirens to deal with sorry guys um but yeah I saw yeah me and my brother were like I think it was me and my brother and we were in like a plane or something and something was going on to where it was gonna crash or um it was it was not doing good like something with this plane um, wow, that wasn't too loud. That's weird. It feels like it's usually louder when I'm, like, in the house. <laughs> and that drove, like, right past me. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, so, I, like, me and him were in a plane or something flying, maybe a hang glider, I don't know. And it was over the beach at night. I want to say it was Mission Mission, uh, Mission Bay area, Mission Beach. Um, like, over by Belmont Park area. I don't know. Like, in my head, that's what it was. But there was nothing really to signify that that's where it was. 
um, and, you know, whatever we had, it was like a, it seemed like a seat cushion with some kind of, uh, oars or something, I don't know, like, it was some dream made up thing, um, but anyways, I was, like, paddling, and somehow I realized that the water was super shallow, and so I told whoever it was, which I believe was my brother, um, I told whoever it was that I was with, like, and this is nighttime in the ocean, and I'm like, hey, like, it's shallow, we can walk, we can walk, and so we just kind of started walking, and from what I remember, I mean, there's, there's cuts, so I don't remember exactly if this person was my brother or not, but from what I remember, eventually from that point, I was walking near, um, I used to live at Villa Vista Apartments in, in San Diego, and so I was walking near those apartments and those are apartments that I actually would plan to apply to live at again and you know the walk from Mission you can walk from Mission Beach to Linda Vista it's maybe like a like with no traffic like a 15 minute 12 minute drive if you take like the SeaWorld route up like Friars and over there like it's maybe like 12 minutes without traffic but usually I'd say it takes like 20-25 minutes maybe even like 45 minutes if you have to park and it's summer, maybe even two hours sometimes to park, honestly, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, um, so I was, that was kind of the only thing I was, I was doing. Um, I was, you know, there and some reason, you know, I got, I got over to this area where, you know, there was a little bit of confusion. I, I don't know. Like, so in my mind, this was, we had walked, I was with my brother. We walked to Villa Vista apartments or something like it or something near there or something. I don't know. And then, so we get over to that area and we, um, you know, I don't know, I guess we were looking for the main road, which would have been Linda Vista Road, but I guess we were looking for that road, but Villa Vista Apartments is not that huge of a complex, but in my dream, it was, like, super huge and super big and super, like, populated, and, like, there were, this was night still in the dream, and, like, there were a lot of people out, like, there were kind of, like, gates separating, like, different areas and, like, stuff that's not even really there in real life, like, it was huge. It was probably, like, a complex that was, like, probably, like, six or seven times bigger than it actually is in real life, and then looked different. Like, the color schemes were a little bit similar, but it looked different. It had way more, like, buildings and creepy people. Like, it just had a lot of weird people there, and, um, I don't know what to say about that, but it just had weird people. Like, you know, I was, at a certain point, I guess maybe because we had been in the water, I wanted to change my clothes into something dry. I don't really know if that's why, but I, you know, I excused myself a little bit away from my brother so I could like change. And he's like somewhere where he can't see. And then I'm over, like, I go closer to some like fence that you can, like a gate that you can kind of like see through, but it's like, you know, I thought I was the only one over there. And then it turned out, in the dream, of course, and this is all the dream, it turned out in the dream that, um, there were other people kind of on the other side of this, like, low metal gate, 
and there were like these kind of creepy creepy guys not like there was nothing really that they were doing that was creepy it's just like they were quiet like nobody was saying anything and I didn't notice them and that's not like me like I'm usually very aware of my surroundings but either they came over or they were already there and I didn't really notice them and so I get over there I start changing um and somehow I kind of like recognize oh there's somebody like right here and they're like probably like I'm like maybe a foot away from this gate and they're like maybe two feet on the other side of it like they weren't like far away and I was just kind of like oh that's strange that I didn't like recognize them and I'm like oh sorry you know and I was wearing like boxer short like boxer briefs or something like guys boxer briefs or something and I'm like putting on these shorts and these guys just kind of they weren't doing anything weird just looking strange and it gave me like an odd feeling I was like why are they looking so oddly at me um and I felt like it was a little weird because I was like well I'm not doing anything and like you know the stuff I was wearing like there was nothing like provocative or sexual or anything about it like I was just changing into something dry or whatever and you know um and that's something that I do like I'm used you guys know I go to the beach you know you know if I'm at the beach like I've talked about it before like sometimes I'll just drive home with my clothes you know once they're dry enough like I don't really fully do the whole like change and shower and get cleaned up and all this kind of stuff it's like well I'm going straight home usually anyways and so if I'm going straight home anyways I usually just shower once I get home you know what I mean like I don't really do too much in addition to that while I'm at the beach because I live right there I try not to mess up the cars and stuff but it's like I don't usually like change like too thoroughly you know I'm like I'm usually like okay like I'm sandy and dirty like let me just go home and shower um but yeah so it was weird in this dream that these that these people were there um kind of like um aware that I was there they were being kind of quiet like I didn't notice them but I got like a creepy feeling because of just the way they were kind of looking like they kind of gave some kind of not a sexual it wasn't sexual it was kind of like a look of like you know when you when you're in I don't know if people can relate to this but sometimes you'll be in a place where you're maybe in a neighborhood or something and some neighborhoods are friendlier than others um and you'll be in a neighborhood and somebody's kind of like like kind of like looking at you like do they need to worry kind of giving you like an intimidating I don't know like (laughs) the places where everybody hangs out I I can't really say like if it's different or whatever but I mean I'm from LA there's some places where you go and you're just like you can tell that like nobody's gonna be like welcoming you with like super open arms like I used to work in some pretty rough neighborhoods and stuff and like usually everybody was nice and polite inquisitive and curious but you know, on occasion, you'd come across somebody who wants to act all, like, hard and, like, tough and just kind of throw their weight around and stuff, and it's like, you know, that's just kind of how it is, um, but I was always respectful to people, so nobody was ever, like, messing with me or anything, it's just, that's just how it is, like, you know that some people, you know, they're around more suspicious types of people and places and stuff like that, and so they're kind of hardened, and 
you know, that's how it is in some areas, and that's just the culture of things, and so I don't take offense to it, like, I get it, that's just kind of how it is, but, um, I mean, I would prefer that it wasn't a thing, but it is a thing, so, you know, whatever, but they were kind of giving that kind of vibe, but it was, like, three or four guys, maybe up to six guys, um, and I was like, why, you know, why are they looking at me all, like, suspiciously, because, like, I'm not doing anything, you know, um, because I was trying to, like, determine, like, okay, why are they looking at me like this, like, are they looking at me because I'm not fully clothed, are they looking at me because, like, am I in the middle of, like, some kind of, like, drug deal that I'm not supposed to be witnessing or something like that, or, like, what is it that's going on, like, I could tell that they didn't, they didn't necessarily want me there, but also, like, they had no really, no real grounds to, like, try to, like, intimidate me to, like, go away, but I kind of just was trying to, like, understand kind of, like, okay, what is going on here? Like, what is going on in this experience? Like, I was trying to, like, you know, just like you do. Like, when you don't really understand something, you try and, like, figure out what's, um, what's going on. And so, that's what I was doing. I was trying to figure out what was going on. And, um... I don't know if I ever really really did, um, but anyways, like, that wasn't so bad, and then we were walking around, like, looking for the road, and I remember thinking and kind of telling my brother, like, man, it's usually easy to find, because it is, like, usually, like, that place isn't that big, like, like, if you walk from, like, one end and then go to the other end, you're eventually going to hit a street like there's streets on all of the borders and so you're eventually going to hit a street um it's not that hard to find a street but in this dream it was like very complicated to find the street and you know we're looking we're kind of asking around but like as we're walking around we're finding all these like different uh places like all these different we're seeing all these different little regions that aren't you know, they're in the dream, but these don't really exist at the actual property. Like, this isn't even an unsafe property, guys. Like, it's, I never really had any issues there other than the roommate's mother that moved in with us. Like, I never really had any legit problems, you know? Like, I only had, um, like, I never had any, like, legit kind of problems. Um, but yeah, I, um, I, um, I don't know, like, I feel like it was just a dream, you know, but it was a weird dream, because I've mentioned before, I don't have a lot of nightmares, um, I guess apparently I, I can, but yeah, so we were coming, just walking around, you know, just looking for the street, but kind of noticing, like, okay, this isn't, like, the nicest place to be at or safest place because there were people like some places where we walked by there were people kind of like in tears or crying other places they seemed like they were just like bugging out on something like there were people out like there were a lot of people kind of out like it wasn't like packed but it's like when you go by doorways or like there'd be people just kind of like in the in the little courtyard area and just like the people we were coming across it wasn't like all friendly like people out walking their dogs and like just smiling, saying hi or whatever, getting some evening strolling in. It was like some weird, a combination of that kind of stuff and just like weird shady 
stuff kind of going on where I'm just like, I don't remember it being like this. And then I, you know, you know, something happens where those weird guys come back around. Like we, enter, we, we kind of, um, in the courtyard, there's all these like, you know, path, like walking paths you can take. And we're on a walking path where, you know, I kind of recognize them and I tell my brother, I'm like, oh man, like these guys are no good. Like here they come again, you know, but we didn't know, like, what are we going to like turn around? Like we didn't know what to do. So we're just like, well, we're already walking this direction. And so we just kind of, it wasn't like a big conversation where you're just kind of like, I just told them like, yeah, they weren't, they're kind of weird. And like, we got to look out for them kind of thing. And then next thing I know, they're trying to like attack him. And he's like telling me like, run, like get out of here. And so I like listen to him. I'm like, okay. And so in the dream, I'm like running, like trying to find this stupid street. And I'm just like screaming, like at the top of my lungs, like, like help, help, you know? And like, cause I don't know what's happening back there. Like he, when I left this setting, he seemed like he was going to be able to like fend off whatever was going on. And it was out of sight, out of my, my ear shot. So I couldn't really hear or see or notice what was happening, but I was running around just kind of like in distress and like, kind of like, you know, trying to get someone to help us. And strangely enough, there's nobody around at that time. It's like of all the weird people that we saw before and all the other strange things happening, there's nobody in sight. So I'm just like, well, if I can just run and find the freaking street and so I start trying to run and find the main street because I'm like, well, it's a main street. I could just like pop out in the middle of the road and like stop a car or something like, you know, like I'm like, what am I supposed to do here? Um, I mean, I didn't think to go like knock on apartment doors or anything, but it's like, you know, it's a dream. And so I'm like trying to get help. Um, eventually, I'm like, I find the street, but like something happens where there's these other this other group of people that's like. They seemed a little familiar for some reason, but there's no one I can identify in my real life. But they seemed a little familiar in the dream. So I'm like, okay, like I kind of know these people a little bit or maybe they're acquaintances. I don't really know. But it was kind of like, oh, like what's going on? And I was like, I don't remember if I told them like something was going on with my brother or whatever. Um, But I was like clearly in distress and they were like, they calmed me down and then we kind of just get into this like chit chat conversation And then, I don't know, like, I was, like, thinking the whole time, like, man, I hope my brother's okay, and I'm, like, um, you know, I, I don't remember if I told them or not, but I was kind of just, like, um, I guess I told them, and maybe they played it off, or maybe I didn't tell them at all, but I was, like, I wasn't feeling calmed down, I was just, like, like, they were trying to talk to me, or catch up, or something, and I remember just being, like, in my head about, like, what's going on with my brother, like, I kind of need to know, like, like, if the situation's, like, improved, or, like, what's happening, um, and, oh, wow, there's some really cool dolphins, yes, I'm sorry, I love dolphins, I gotta get a shot of these guys, if I can open the windows, if I can open the, this car, this car's gonna drive me insane, my dolphin shots now there's this gigantic crow over here um I don't know so yeah my brother's getting like whatever's happening over there and I'm kind of like 
somewhere else with other people and it's just a confusing situation and I was there for a while with these people and then one of my friends a childhood friend that me and my brother have in common um comes up to our group and he's like he's like in tears and I'm just like what what's wrong he's just like your brother your brother and so I go over to him like because I couldn't really hear what he was saying uh so I come down from like this stairway where I'm like talking to these other people and I go over to him and I'm like what what's wrong like is he okay is he alive and then he's like yeah he's alive but he's just not good we need to call 911 and so I'm like okay so I get out my phone I'm trying to call 911 of course you know dream scenario in a dream scenario or nightmare scenario rather like you can't do anything right and so I think in this dream, I didn't have Wi-Fi or something. I didn't have, like, um, a SIM card or, like, I didn't have data. Or, like, there was something where, like, I didn't have a phone plan. I wasn't uh, connected to a phone plan, but I had, I think I had data. And so I was trying to figure out, like, can I use an app? Because I couldn't use my phone because I didn't technically have a phone. I just had, like, a small device that had Wi-Fi. So I'm trying to figure out what app I can use or if I can call on the phone or like what can I do um, to get these uh, to get uh, police called or ambulance called or somebody to like come help. Um, And uh, yeah, like I woke up around then. um, and Yeah, it was a pretty distressing dream. And so I couldn't go back to sleep right away. So I was up till a little bit after three. And then I woke up like six something, like a little bit before seven this morning. So I was like, I have all the stuff on my to-do list and I was all like ready to just get up and go do it. And then I was like, you know, no, let me do the phone stuff today. The stuff I need to do on the phone this morning and then the stuff I need to do out of the house and then go do the podcasting then go home and rest and then work on the job applications because I was going to have some crazy schedule today. And I'm just like, you know, I was going to go to the gym and go to the lab and do all this other stuff. And I'm like, you know, I don't really need to be doing all that. Um, That's a little much considering that I have a whole five day week, work week, busy, like weekdays ahead of me. You know, why do I need to push, you know, plus yesterday I did have that weird sinus thing. As of now, it is kind of uh, decreasing, but even this morning, I kind of felt it a little bit still, um, so I don't really know what's going on, uh, but it's like, you know, I'm trying to pay attention to my body, and it's not easy, you know, I feel like we're in a culture where you're kind of taught how to grind, and how to just, like, push, at least where I'm from, you're not taught to practice self-care over, over, um, your work ethic, like, you're supposed to prioritize, work, education, that kind of stuff, and then keep things balanced and notice when you're, when you're getting off, getting off track a little bit, but, like, not necessarily take days off, or, like, I've been mentioned, um, like, the whole time I was growing up, I barely remember my dad taking PTO ever, and he had PTO, and he even mentioned, I don't know how long ago he was like, um, when you guys, you know, when he left, cause he used to work at UCLA 
and he worked there for ages and when he left he was like yeah I had um I don't know how much PTO and I was like oh I hope you cashed it out or something and he was like yeah I don't think you're allowed to cash it out and I can't remember how much he said but it was it was at the least I want to say fifteen hundred dollars worth I mean fifteen hundred hours worth and he was getting a really high hourly wage um, so if it wasn't 1500 hours, like it was over a hundred, it was like in the thousand range of hours, maybe even more than that. But, um, I don't remember, I remember him getting sick really ill, like once when I was a kid, um, maybe twice. And it may have been within the same time period, but I don't remember him taking work off that other time. But there was another time where he was sick and I think he took some days off work. Like, I don't remember him taking even like six days off work, honestly, like when I was a kid. And if you're getting paid time off, that's kind of weird. And, you know, still he would do church every Saturday. Like we would do church every morning till afternoon and then, you know, um, usually him and my mom would be resting. Like once we got older, they would just kind of rest and just let us go do whatever. But I think Saturdays he used to take us to the park, like after church, lunch, after lunch, after church and stuff on Saturdays. And we would go out and like, you know, I remember just going to the park a lot or just like stuff like that. Maybe it was to give my mom a couple hours to herself. Cause that would have been like the only time she would have to herself on Saturdays and then giving my dad time to like spend with us. Cause otherwise, other than Saturdays, we kind of didn't really see the guy. Um, and when we did, he was in a bad mood. So we just kind of avoided him in all, in all honesty. But, um, yeah, like maybe that's why I don't really know. I don't talk to them about this kind of stuff, but, um, yeah, like that's kind of what I remember, um, is him having those days, you know, like we did have a very structured week for like years, like up till high school, um, when we started making more choices to like do different stuff with our friends and like Saturday afternoons, Friday nights, that kind of stuff. Like my parents were very like regimented with our, with our routines. Like, you know, like it wasn't like obvious, but looking back, I'm like, yeah, we kind of had the same schedule all the time, um, for years on end. Um, and then, um, which is fine. I mean, i you know, it was a pretty well-rounded schedule, and then I was part of, like, a church and school that, um, we'd go on trips and stuff, too, so it's, like, we would get out a little bit, and we got to see a lot of stuff, but, like, my parents hardly traveled, um, like, I remember spending, like, the summer vacation, part of the summer vacation when I turned 10 years old, we spent that, we spent some of that in Missouri, but my dad wasn't there most of that time, uh, I'm pretty sure he was there to drive, but I feel like it was just me and my mom and her mom and a cousin and, you know, just the people who lived around the area, the family members. Um, I want to say we spent a month or something. I don't know. I really don't know, honestly. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think, like, I don't remember hardly ever seeing my dad take days off, like. I could count the times that I think I remember and I'm, I might even be overshooting. Um, cause I might be, they might've been all one time, like, which is kind of weird. Like if you get paid days off, why wouldn't you take them off? You know what I mean? Like that just shows kind of like something a little odd. Um, but that's kind of what I grew up seeing. Like 
and even going to school, like, we would go to school, like, I kind of started learning, oh, if you're sick, you can still go to school when you're sick, you know, like, you would always hear people say, oh, if you're sick, don't come to school, stay home, and my mom, you know, for the most part, worked at home, like, she was a homemaker most of the time, like, sometimes she had outside jobs, usually she didn't, and so, to stay home from school, it's like, well, somebody's home, it's not like, it's not like, you know, somebody has to hire a babysitter, or like, there was no major extra inconvenience for me to stay home, but I just kind of learned, like, hey, if you're sick, just keep pushing, and, you know, like, I remember when I was younger, I used to have days where I'd feel kind of, like, off, like, I'd be, like, five years old, like, I remember kindergarten, and a lot of days, like, I learned if I said I had a stomach ache or a headache and all that stuff, and maybe I did, I don't even remember if I did or not, but I do remember I did start getting, like, headaches and stomach aches and stuff, and maybe it was just I can't remember if, like, I, I was just saying that so I could stay home, but I I had, I wasn't just trying to stay home so I could, like, play. Like, I literally would stay home and then be on the couch and just, like, be napping on the couch. Like, something was up, you know? Like, but then eventually, like, my dad caught wind of it and was like, yeah, you can't be skipping all these days. So I kind of stopped skipping days um, and just sucked it up and went to school. And then I remember again, that happened again in high school, uh, probably, like, my junior and senior year of high school, I started just feeling kind of, like, not so great all the time, and I skipped some days, I think, I think I had skipped, like, eight days or 13 days, I don't know how many days, but, like, at that time, my parents had been going to, going to work, like, both of them were working, I think, I don't know, I don't remember, honestly, I don't know, but, I feel like at that time, um, maybe I would have been home by myself or what. I don't know. But all the times when I was skipping school, um, I just remember, you know, I was kind of, like, laying down and, like, trying to rest and stay in bed and stuff. Like, I wasn't, like, skipping and then, like, huh, I'm going to, like, wake up and, like, dance around the house. And, like, I wasn't having fun. Like, I really wasn't feeling that great, but I you know, I was able to stay home a little bit, but then, you know, again, like, once my dad kind of caught wind that I was, like, taking days off and stuff, he was just like, yeah, you need to just go to school and not take days off and stuff, um, because I remember I would take days off when I had cramps or something like that, like, I would just take days off, because I was like, dude, I really just don't feel good, um, but then I learned, you know, like, you have cramps, you go to school, like, you don't not skip, not go to school, you know, you can't not go to school once a month, you know, like, you just gotta go, and so, like, you know, instead of, like, the idea of, like, hey, you're having a problem, let's go get that fixed, you know, it's, like, just keep working, you know, and it wasn't, like, harsh, like, I wouldn't say that anybody was, like, harshly, like, punishing me if I didn't do it or whatever, like, it was just, like, I could tell, I was, like, "Mm," you know, something's a little up with my energy, but because we had, um, because we had such a regimented kind of schedule, I was able to kind of push. And like I mentioned before, I think yesterday I was saying like, I, um, I, um, was raised with, um, uh, like yesterday I was saying like, I, you know, I was raised drinking tea for breakfast, you know, caffeine for breakfast. Like I've almost always had caffeine in the mornings even, like, there were times when I stopped, but then, you know, I eventually get back into it again, and I do think maybe some of that contributed to my ability to kind of just get up and push, because it was, like, 
Well, I had a little bit of caffeine in my system, so I had some energy to be able to get up and do stuff. And then because I had a schedule where I wouldn't say I was forced, but I also never like declined. I kind of just went with the flow. Like there were plans. Usually if I was feeling bad, I kind of just went and did whatever I was supposed to do, like whatever was on the schedule anyway. So like I'll briefly describe what my schedule used to look like, but this is like, you know, I don't want to go in too much detail, but basically, um, most of the time, like I think up until, so I want to say from grades two, no, from grade three to grade 10, we would go to school, um, at a private school. And so usually we would do a combination of depending on when it was like earlier on, you know, we used to carpool a lot. And then later on, I think we started getting away from the carpool because we had like a lot of families that lived like right near one another. So we had this kind of carpool system where, you know, um, my mom would take us over to this other church friend's house that lived, let's call it three miles away. And then that mom would take us over to this other, um, to the pastor's house who lived over by, um, um, uh, over by the, over by LAX kind of and El Segundo. And that pastor would take us all the way to school or, Sometimes that one of the parents would pick us up after school and bring us all home or like whatever. Like, I don't know what the actual schedule was, but we had a carpool schedule at one point. And um, then we now we have like then we after that, we had a like a schedule where my mom just kind of drove us straight to school. Because I remember listening to my Walkman all the time and doing my math homework every day um, in the car on the way to school. Um, we did like, cause every other answer was in the back of the book. So I guess all the odds were in the back of the book and it was 30 questions, pretty much 30 questions every night. And so like you would, we would just write down the answers to the questions in the back of the book. And then we would do 15 questions and then I'd spend my lunchtime finishing up my math because math was after lunch. Um, and me and my brother kind of both did that with our math assignments. Um, and then, you know, so I remember that my mom was driving us to school and we didn't live far from LAX and we were driving all the way to like the South Bay area for school. And then, um, yeah, so we had that schedule like weekdays, you know, get to school. I think that school started at 830 um, and then we'd go till 330 and then we'd have some kind of carpool combination home or we'd stay after school a little bit and somebody would take us home. Um, and, you know, we usually did our homework right after school or, you know, if we had the carpool friends over, which were church friends after school, we would, uh, play this game called double goalies or whatever. Like we would play like sports. We'd like make up our own sports games and play those. Um, so that's kind of what we would do. And then, um, uh, yeah, that's kind of what we would do. Um, and yeah, in high school, I guess 
because I lived so close to the high school, once I once I went, uh, I finished out my junior or senior year at a public high school and would just walk across to the school. But um, once my parents, you know, my dad started leaving pretty much at the same exact time that I would be walking. So I would just hop in the car with them because I was like, well, what's the point in like waiting when you can just drop me at the at the crosswalk you know like it was a little bit of a walk but it's like it was like maybe a block away maybe two blocks away but um he was going that way anyways and it's like well if I'm gonna start walking at the same time that you're gonna start driving like I might as well just get a ride you know um and so around that time I was getting less and less exercise I no longer had PE class um like I think from uh, 10th grade, from 10th grade on, I didn't have PE class, but I still was playing sports league up until my first year of, uh, school, so basic of grad school, so basically, that was what the weekdays looked like, was just school, basically, school homework, and maybe a little time after school with friends, uh, there was a point where my mom was working at the school late, and so we would just stay late with my mom, and she would drive us home, um, when she was done working, and so, yeah, that's how it would go with the school stuff, and then, um, outside of the school stuff, um, we had Friday nights, so when we were kids, we used to stay home Friday nights and watch, like, TGIF or, like, that kind of thing, then, like, I think, Are You Afraid of the Dark on Nickelodeon, maybe that was, like, Saturday nights, but, yeah, when I, we were younger, we didn't really go out that much Friday nights, Saturday nights. We would we would stay home Friday nights, watch those kind of shows, go to bed, wake up, go to church. Sabbath school was usually at, like, 9 or 9.30 a.m., so we'd have breakfast at home together and then go to church. And then usually, if the church didn't have a potluck, we'd come home and have some kind of Chinese takeout or go out to lunch or whatever, and it would usually be a bigger meal. And then... Saturday nights we'd have like something lighter or once I became a teen you know and then we just like watch shows like me and my brother or whatever or maybe we'd have friends over and sleepovers and stuff um sometime between Friday and Saturday uh because I would see the same kids every day so it's like you could have a sleepover technically Friday Saturday and then go home Sunday uh because we would see them at church we'd see them Sunday at sports league so yeah like later on once I got older on Saturdays I used to go out with friends we used to kind of like go out to movies or whatever um and then the next day we always had sports league and so we would play either soccer basketball or baseball I think I stopped playing baseball in like eighth grade or something and I played basketball through 10th grade I think and then I played soccer through my uh uh through my first year of grad school uh, up until like I stopped playing during my first year of grad school I stopped playing after the first game because I got injured. I hyperextended my knee really badly. And that was the first time I realized how long it had been since I'd played sports. And I was running and I was like, whoa, I feel so slow. Like, and I'm actually getting very winded very easily. And I was not used to that because I'd had a few years from like my junior year of high school, maybe all the way through to my first year of grad school where I hadn't really been too active 
like there was some time in there where I was um I don't know if it was which school it was between now but I think yeah I was working for no this was after I graduated from that grad school that I started doing P90X and all that stuff so um yeah so basically um you know the morning was pretty you know, my mornings were pretty okay, like, but I would notice waking up and being like, oh, I'm not very well rested, but because I had this kind of schedule, I just kind of went with it, you know, like, because every, every day there was something to do, and I was like, you know, I liked the people I was around, it was like a community of people, I was used to seeing them, like, we all grew up together from when we were like five years old or something, and so I saw pretty much the same people until I was like, in grad school, pretty much, like, Or, like, maybe in my bachelor's program, but, like, still, we all lived, a lot of us lived in the same neighborhood, we, we had cars, we had transportation, we could get around, we could meet, we would see each other at church-related functions, we'd invite each other to each other's functions and stuff, like, we were very interactive, and so, um, yeah, I kind of grew up with that kind of schedule, and so, yeah, it was a little bit, um, challenging to see, Uh, Like, when I look back, I'm like, okay, like, I've kind of lived with this pattern of, like, expectations, which weren't necessarily bad expectations, but also I didn't fully learn how to, like, take care of myself in a lot of these other ways. Like, I did learn some of it, but I didn't learn everything. So there's still things that are, like, impacting me that I'm, like, having to slowly adjust. And one of them is definitely the sleep where I'm just like, oh, like, now that I've had some, some time off of work, because I've never had this many months, this many consecutive months free, other than when I was between, like, uh, grad school and the school in San Diego's grad school, or between, um, you know, my bachelor's program and master's program, but I think both of those I had about a year off, but... I was also kind of looking for work and then started working and like I was busy like I was studying for the GRE I was doing all kinds of stuff like going to the gym and stuff like that like I actually was very busy um and I was planning to go back to school so I guess I I hadn't really made a commitment really to try to actively do something during those times off I was just like oh I'm off and then I kind of left it at that um because I was off but like I wasn't really fully like you know prepared to be uh you know doing anything (laughs) um I was just off you know what I mean so um but um yeah so I have had some times off but not like this one um this one's different because this one is like I had some money I was quitting for health related reasons it's not like oh like this phase this chapter just kind of naturally ended and now I have a break while I'm getting ready and applying for the next phase and trying to do all these other things in between it's not exactly the same like I'm I am moving to another phase but it's kind of like for different reasons and in a different way and with a different financial situation um with a lot of different friend groups and just just a lot of differences um, 
but I do know more about health now and I do know more about um healthy living it's just implementing some of it um I'm starting to look at things little by little and realizing okay this could be tweaked a little towards something healthier that could be changed towards something a little bit healthier and stuff that I was completely overlooking like just the things like I'm saying today like ordinarily I would plow through Monday you know and I, I and it's hard for me to kind of you know uh visualize like what is an actual solid break? Like, what does a break look like, right? Like, because it might sound stupid. Like, someone like me doesn't really know. Like, some I look around sometimes and I'm like, you know, I see some people's work ethic. Not everybody, but I see some people's work ethic where I'm like, okay, like, they don't want to move up in their job or they don't want to have, like, a better financial situation. Even though it's like I can see they're struggling maybe financially or they're struggling... Um, you know, um, maybe with their self-esteem or they're struggling with their health, but they're not really trying to actively change anything. And so I see people, some people in my life that are like that, where it's like, I see the stuff that's kind of like not helpful for them. Um, as far as what they've got going on, like not to judge them, but I'm just saying like, I see that like, oh, they're struggling, uh, but they're not like trying to do anything different you know and I'm like okay I see that a lot and I'm like I don't feel like I'm doing that um I think I have done that but I don't feel like I'm doing that uh I always kind of knew I would eventually do something different because I already knew I had goals about stuff and it's just you know I feel like everyone else was kind of ready for me to move into doing these things faster and seeing everybody doing it doing it around me a lot faster is different too and then um but I kind of marched to the beat of my own drum and I know that and you know it's kind of been you know motivating to see a lot of my friends kind of like getting their relationships together and more solid and like you know some people even getting engaged going to get married and you know, a lot of that's because, you know, they've got this financial stability, this, you know, they, they're they kind of settled in their career and stuff like that. But I just didn't see myself really staying in psych to be settled in psych. Like, I was like, it would be nice to be settled in psych. So I was trying to stick it out and see kind of what opportunities and options would come my way. And when I realized that, you know, my goals were different from their goals, um, I realized I was going to have to move on and I wanted to move into other stuff. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, interested to move into tech, but it's just not, um, the easiest, uh, decision all the time, uh, to try to like play around with kind of like work. Um, so yeah, it's, um, it's something that I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not too, upset with any of this um you know it's just every day like some days seem harder than others and I'm definitely noticing sometimes I'm like man like today today is rough today's a rough start um you know that movie I watched Saturday night didn't really help me Sunday morning you know Saturday I was feeling kind of like you know completely wiped out and like it's just not normal for me to not have like a lot of energy um, I'm kind of like, I've got a lot of 
stressful situations going on, but it's like, I'm also changing a lot of things at the same time. And, you know, they kind of be messing with my sleep, you know, kind of like whatever I was using for sleep aids, that's kind of maybe that this wasn't the best time to try to do that. But, um, I've definitely been learning a lot. It's like, I'm not really sure if I've really got the specifics of these, of the trends of what's actually going on down. Like, I don't really know for sure what's going on, but I feel like because the doctors are taking so long and the situation with that, I thought Thursday, like I mentioned it before, I thought Thursday I was just going to go in, go see the doctor, or Wednesday or whatever day that was, I was just going to go in, go see the doctor, tell them what's wrong, they're going to prescribe me melatonin and I'm going to be walking out with melatonin and be able to get something so I can sleep easily. That's what I had expected was going to happen. Um, I didn't expect that I'm going to need to get the blood work done and then, you know, I call and I can't really talk to the people and then I scheduled and my appointment's not till June 22nd and then they called again I guess they didn't get the memo about me scheduling for June 22nd and they want me to go in to get the labs done and I can't really I, I was like I was gonna do that today but I'm like I don't know I'll probably do it tomorrow because it's like I don't want to push to do too many things today I don't know how long it's gonna take I'm not trying to sit somewhere for like two three hours I don't think it'll take that long but it's like I just don't want to sit around for that long. Um, so I'm going to try to find like a quick option where I can do it. And um, I'll see um, what I can do. But um, I don't know. Like I don't want to push too many things into my Monday and then not have energy for the job applications. Because I want to have energy for those. Like that's what I'm trying to prioritize. But there are all these other things where... I couldn't make any of these calls on the weekends and all these other providers I'm trying to contact and stuff. And like, I can't call them on the weekend. So I have to call them on the weekdays. And that takes a little bit of time too. And this morning when I woke up, I was like, I just want to go back to bed. But I was like, let me eat breakfast. You know, let me just go and do the morning stuff that I'm going to do. And then I can relax at my lunch break. Um, and then get to the job applications in the evening, even though I wanted to wake up first thing and do them all in the morning. Um, um, I think it's okay to be, be flexible, but it's hard for me to tell when am I being too flexible and when, like, when should I be more flexible? Like, when am I, when is it best to be more disciplined? When is it best to be less disciplined? Um... Like, when is it best, you know? Like, that's something that is a balance. I think it's going to take some learning. Um, One thing that I'm glad I've done on this whole time off is that I haven't really... Like, I have had some days where I'm just lounging and stuff, but I haven't had a lot of time where I'm completely not productive and just sleeping and watching movies and stuff. Like, I feel like I've been very productive in a good way. Like, I've been productive towards the stuff that I've wanted to learn and wanted to do um so I'm realizing I'm kind of happy with that like I feel like as much of a struggle as things are I mean like the reason why I was taking work off is because I was struggling with things and I think that's fine and you know I'm still struggling with things um but I think it's because I'm doing a lot too and pushing myself through different phases and all these other things so I think on some ends, I need to kind of be a little more flexible when I'm pushing hard on other ends. It's like I need to kind of 
maybe not push hard on all ends because that you know that's kind of what I was doing before um you know and that didn't work so I don't want to do that now um but I really don't know like it's really hard to kind of um gauge um this it's just hard to gauge because I don't really I'm not familiar with this like it's unfamiliar territory so um I've got a snack with me. I gotta eat my snack and uh get on with my other recordings. Um sorry about the gum. Uh but that's my daily update uh for today. I'm kind of scaling back a little bit as far as some of the plans um that I had set out to complete. And I think that's what I'm going to have to do so that I can prioritize the most important ones and push off the other stuff just a day. Um, um, I do want the result from the doctor, but it's like, I think, you know, I don't. I don't know, like, it can wait a couple days, it's waited so long, it's like, what's two days gonna really hurt, you know, um, they weren't telling me urgently come in and do it now, like, you know, like, so I'm gonna do it, but, you know, I'm not gonna do it that urgently, um, the mental health place that I called, they ended up saying that they don't take my insurance, even though I know that they do, um, cause someone else, the person I was talking to told me that they did and they gave me the website that shows me what's available and the card that I have is the insurance that they said that they take. And then they said that I don't have that insurance, but I have the card for it. So I don't really know. Somebody's not, something's wrong. <laughs> so I'm going to have to figure out what that is. If it's like a primary thing or like, what the heck, like, I don't know, um, but yeah, I might need a more direct referral from the doctor then, because it's just, it's a little bit annoying to try to schedule things on my own, like, I know how to do it, but it's like, I really, it was different when I was doing it for work for other people, but to just do it for myself, I'm like, dude, this is too much, like, I was just expecting to call and schedule an appointment, like, I'm, and I've been calling for days, and they don't answer, and then they finally answered and then they're saying something different than what I think it is and I don't know like I'm like I don't have time for this right now um so I'll figure out another method for a lot of this health stuff and then I'm still gonna go through with all of it I'm just not gonna do it all today like I had initially planned I feel like I've researched out what I need to kind of do and I'll just do that slowly throughout the week. Um, And I'm definitely going to rest this afternoon after my lunch and just kind of um, get things on track for myself. I'm not going to, I'm not going to push too much. Um, I don't want to push myself too hard. Um, Yeah, I don't think it would be wise um, I'm already clearly having enough, enough problems as it is without pushing any harder. So I don't think pushing harder is going to be the solution. Uh, I think maybe sticking to the plan, but kind of adjusting things will help me more. But yeah, 
with that, um, all right. Thanks for listening. Thank <laughs> you.